Welcome to Uncle Paul's Jazz Closet. This is your host, Cindy McGurl. Had a little trouble getting into the studio. The door was totally frozen, but I made it. So I'm a little bit out of breath, but I did it. So I want to thank my sponsor, the Camden Conference, gearing up for next year. And um, last week, I heard that people were a little confused when I read a story about uh, Zoot Sims' gig where Sam threw a beer bottle at Paul. And I guess a lot of people were wondering, who the heck is Sam? So I'm sorry that I didn't give you some background information before I read that. So I'll tell you now that um, Paul was married in September of 1957 to Gwyneth Lard, and her nickname was Sam. Um, And they weren't officially divorced until the early 70s, but they separated around 1966. So Paul was really in love with Sam, and, um, you know, the first couple of years were really good, but then her drinking became a real problem. Um, So I think he was really heartbroken by the way things turned out, and so that's the background to that story. Um, And also last week, in an exciting move, I took my first phone call in the studio. I pressed a few wrong buttons, but I managed to have a conversation. So um, if you want to call the studio... Um, I will take calls, but um, you know, please call only when music is playing. And the number is 207-593-0013. So today I'm going to feature Tethered Moon, which is a trio of Masabumi Kikuchi on piano, Gary Peacock on bass, and Paul Modian on drums. And it's one of many trios that Paul was in, and they started in 1990. And I'm going to start with a tune called More, which was written by Gary Peacock. And it is from the CD Tethered Moon.
That was something else, wasn't it? Uh, that bass solo in the beginning is just awesome. So that was more, a composition by Gary Peacock from the CD Tethered Moon, and that's a 1991 release on King Records uh, in, from Japan. So it's not, I don't think it's all that common in this country, um, but uh, you can, it is available. I've seen it online. And last week I played the same tune more from the 1963 uh, Paul Blay with Gary Peacock ECM recording. And so that was 28 years um, before this recording of that song. And even though I played it last week, I'm going to play it again just so you can compare the sound of the two songs.
That was more a Gary Peacock composition from Paul Blay with Gary Peacock, a 1963 recording uh, from ECM Records, and Paul Blay on piano, Gary Peacock on bass, and Paul Modian on drums. And before that, we heard another recording of the same tune 28 years later, uh, featuring Masabumi Kikuchi on piano, Gary Peacock on bass, and Paul Modian on drums. Next, I'm going to read a little bit from um, Paul's book. I I only have one reading that talks specifically about Tethered Moon, but um, there's a lot of other things that I think relate to it. And this is the first one. There is a feeling of being connected with certain musicians. I'm sure there are others that feel as I do. Once in a while, a player or players of exceptional quality come along, and when you hook up with them, the music is really glorious, beautiful. Most always, you can't tell right away. If it happens more than once in your lifetime, you're lucky. I consider myself lucky in that I experienced many days and nights of great music, more than once in my life, and, in being part of the music, my soul will always be at peace. Um, Next, I'm going to play Introduction 1, I Fall in Love Too Easily. And this is from the CD Triangle, which is pretty much, it's part two of the Tethered Moon CD. Um, All the recordings were done at the same time. And it's from King Records in Japan. This one, um, Kikuchi, Peacock, and Modian all take credit for the composition. And when you see that, it pretty much means that they were making it up as they go and doing some real improvisation. So here we go.
That was Introduction 1, I Fall in Love Too Easily, from the 1991 release Triangle on King Records of Japan. Masabumi Kikuchi on piano, Gary Peacock on bass, and Paul Modian on drums. And uh, the tune was a composition by all three of them. Um, Next, I'm going to read a little bit from the liner notes from a CD called Sunrise, which um, I believe is um, Masabumi's latest release. It came out in 2012 on ECM Records, and it was uh, one of Paul's last recordings. And um, so this is written by Masabumi. Kikuchi, whose nickname is Pooh, by the way. If I say that, you probably wonder what I'm talking about. Um, When did we first meet? It wasn't too long before we formed the trio Tethered Moon. I had been commissioned to produce a film score and had assembled quite an interesting lineup of musicians in the studio. Gil Evans as arranger, Junie Booth on bass, Air 2 on percussion, and Paul Modian on drums. By the time I was brought into the project, it had already been decided that Sting, who wasn't there with us, would sing the theme song. But for some reason, Gil took a dislike to the film director and proceeded to alienate him with a string of insults. The result was that all the musicians, including myself and Sting too, were fired on the spot. Fortunately, we still got paid, which was nice. Anyway, that was when I first met Paul and got to know him a bit. Eventually, I got to know him a lot. But going back further, one day Gary Peacock called me for a duo gig at a Soho jazz bar, just for a couple of nights. We got there and began playing the tunes he wanted to play. But by that time, I had reached a point where it was no longer possible for me to play standards the way most people played them. I asked Gary if we could play tunes I wanted to play the way I wanted to play them, and Gary said okay. So I began playing the way I hear it, and soon something special began to happen. We got freed up time-wise, and things became very interesting. Gary liked what was happening, too. So that was when Gary and I began playing in this particular way, which is, whatever we play, we play the way we want to hear it. What could be more interesting for a musician than that? Sometime later, I did a recording with Gary and Paul using this method, and we had a lot of fun. No rehearsal, no discussion before rolling the tapes. We went for an extension of what Gary and I started at the Soho Jazz Bar. Paul pushed us even further in that direction. The resulting music pointed the way to some far-out possibilities. Financed by my then-manager, Sunobu Kawada, this session became Tethered Moon's first album, First Meeting. Um, So now I'm going to play... The song First Meeting from the CD First Meeting. And it's this is a very long song, and I think they're doing exactly what Masabumi says here. And it's kind of in three parts. So the first part, First Meeting, and the third part, Open Trio, um, all three musicians are taking credit for the composition, so it's pretty improvised. But in the middle is Solar um, by Miles Davis. And this is a good song for you to call me because it's pretty long.
first meeting from the CD first meeting, and that's a winter and winter release. Um, although it was released in 1997, the recording was done in 1990-91, um, the same time as Triangle and Tethered Moon. And where else are you going to get to hear a 17-minute song on the radio? This is WRFR, Community Radio, Low Power, Rockland, Maine, 93.3 FM, and Camden, 99.3 FM. So I'm going to read next from an Ethan Iverson interview with Masabumi, and this was done in 2012. Um, Ethan Iverson. Well, it's also the way he played the drums, he's talking about Paul, on other people's charts is what I'm saying, looking for the counterpoint. Uh, Masabumi, I think I consider Paul's music to be strong in a couple of spots, but it mostly gives me inspiration. If I react to it sort of right, he would accept it. That's what I found each time I played with him. Then we played quite a while together. I think we each built up our own territory in the charts, but I feel like we built up some kind of groove. Uh, Ethan, you got a language together. Masabumi, right, right, a language, yeah. Sometimes Gary's in. When Gary plays, we can have a different feeling. It gives the music a different energy, so it's very appreciable to the music. That's how I think I accepted it, because of that fact. So maybe I'm not playing really the way Paul wanted it to sound like, but I can change it too. He has a kind of 10-second phrasing, right? So how are you going to put the accent point of the phrase? If you find it, then you don't have to play a 10-second phrase. You could play a 2-second phrase. Another way to think of the balance is what he meant, what he heard, what I hear, what, when we put them together, it comes out that way. As long as you have a responsibility for the part you play, there shouldn't be any problem there. That's what the trust is between two musicians. But if you can't have confidence there, then you shouldn't play together. Oops, I read that wrong. That, I think, is trust between two musicians. So if he didn't like it, then he would probably stop and given me a chance to think it over or develop it to something else. Then when he feels that he can't accept it, he'd start playing again. But it's still musical. It's a composition, right? You're not playing a kind of written-down arrangement or a written-down part at all. So it's negotiable always, I think. I never thought of it in that kind of way before, but when I started playing with Gary and Paul, I had to learn it. Even felt like I was behind them, and I didn't like that. I felt I had to stand at the same point that they're standing. I think in the beginning, I was a really good student. I picked up quick, so now I'm majoring in it. But Paul is gone now, right? Ethan, what about all of those theme albums you recorded? Tosca, Jimi Hendrix, and all that kind of stuff. Masabumi. Oh, it's for commercial recording progress, but still, if I like it, then we can play it our own way. Especially Tosca, we played only the ballad, right? Just followed the chords and soloed. So other than that, just nothing. Ethan, I couldn't even find the Hendrix record. Oh, it's not good stuff. If I could have brought up a more modern concept, it'd probably been more successful. But Jimmy is basically a blues player, right? As long as you feel the blues, but I didn't think it happened. The session was wrong. I wanted to play Jimmy's songs, but I don't know why I was into it. Oh, I think Miles inspired me to listen to Jimmy. It's another world. So next time I'm going to play a selection 
um, from that for you. Um, it's kind of it's a pretty obscure CD, and overall, yeah, it isn't. I, I didn't. I agree, it isn't really great, but there's some interesting stuff on it. So, I'm going to play "Up from the Sky," which is a Jimi Hendrix composition, and that's going to take us to the top of the hour. And um, I just want to say that I did put a link to that Ethan Iverson interview on the Jazz Closet Blogspot page if you want to check out the whole thing. There's some great photos, too. And um, also there's a link to a Gary Peacock interview there. So here we go with uh, Tethered Moon Plays Jimi Hendrix. Thank you. 
back to Uncle Paul's Jazz Closet. I want to thank my sponsor, the Camden Conference. I'm going to read from Paul's autobiography. On tour in Japan with Gary Peacock and Masabumi Pukikuchi, the trio called Tethered Moon, 1992. I was keeping a diary. The Japanese roadie I called him Jack Daniels, a small, thin, wiry-looking guy with long, scraggly hair, eyeglasses, mustache, bad teeth around 40 years old, very well-worn clothes, jeans, blue sports jacket, and always carries a full big bottle of bourbon whiskey, no label. Never eats, always drinks. 100% reliable and trustworthy. Drives from gig to gig. One of his drives was for 11 hours. Tomorrow he drives to Nagano in a snowstorm. An incredible character, smiles, showing terrible messed up teeth, gives off a beautiful vibe. One time he was hanging out with Didier, his friend, was quite drunk but always carries himself well, doesn't look like the typical drunk. Around 3 o'clock in the morning they were having a big bowl of noodle soup and Jack passed out at the counter in one of those noodle restaurant joints, his head falling right into his bowl of noodles, plop. Never drinks when he drives. The average time on the road between gigs is maybe six hours. One of his drives was 11 hours. A special person, one of a kind. Um, Next, I'm going to play from uh, Chansons de Edith Piaf. My French pronunciation is poor, so you'll have to excuse it. Um, This is my favorite CD of the Tethered Moon Trio, and the first song is Bravo per Le Clown. (laughs) 
You just heard uh, three songs in a row from Tethered Moon, Masabumi Kikuchi on piano, Gary Peacock on bass, and Paul Modian on drums. Uh, from the top of the set, we heard Bravo Pearl the Clown by Henry Conta and Louis Guy from Chansons de Edith Piaf. Then we heard Speak Low, uh, Kurt Wheel and Gordon Nash tune from uh, Play Kurt Wheel. I don't know, is it Weil or Wheel? I think it might be Weil, actually. I have bad pronunciation, so just ignore it. And then the last one was from the Edith Piaf CD, um, La Accordionist, The Accordionist by Michael Immer. I'm going to read um, another small section from the Ethan Iverson interview that is online at Do the Math, and there's a link to that on jazzcloset.blogspot. Um, there's also some really nice photos on there um, by John Rogers and of uh, Masabumi and Paul. So, Ethan, when did you meet Paul Modian, Masabumi? I've been having a professional relationship with Gary Peacock for a long time. Of course, we get very close occasionally. Ethan, even on some early 70s records together, right? Masabumi, yeah, he found out that I was going out to a different area. That's when he told me that Paul Modian was probably the best. And then I started recording with him, you know. I remember during the first meeting, there was a track where Gary had gone to the bathroom. Later I found out that Gary had omitted that track when I was out on somebody's tour, and when I came back it was already too late to get it on the record. But anyway, when Gary had gone to the bathroom, Paul and I started playing together, and it was happening. I think that was our first step into the direction of the style and formation of 2000 plus one after that. Because drums don't have exact pitches, it's very easy to handle the keys. So when Gary came back, we had finished our track, and he loved it. But Gary has a very two-sided direction for music. One is that he's good with a more normal trio, and the other is how he's very good with a pianist like me without any direction, just kind of developing or following our own instinct without any logic or anything, just following our own feels. So that's a track that opened up the relationship between Paul and I. That was quite a long time ago. Ethan, 91, I think. Masabumi, oh yeah. Since then, we developed that direction, and that's why I ended up with Paul's band. I think when I joined Paul's band, he must have felt a little strange because we hadn't played in quite a while, but by the end, he liked it. He just let me handle everything, every bit of music. I ended up being his concert master for his last gig at the Vanguard. I knew he was tired because, you remember, he got sick. Ethan Wright. Masabumi. So he called me, and he wanted me to be the concert master, so I said, okay. Ethan, so you called the tunes? Masabumi. Yeah, but I could only finish one set, so I told him this, and he said, that's fine. We're just going to do the same thing both sets, all right? Paul is very accepting. It's amazing. Ethan, seems to me that you both share something about space. Masabumi. Yeah, yeah. Space to give opponent. Opponent laughs. Masabumi. Yeah, opponent, opponent. Is that how you say it? Ethan. Yeah, that's right. Collaborator and opponent. Masabumi. Yeah, I didn't know it was going to be the last gig. I never believed it. Ethan. Did you like playing Modian's tunes? Masabumi. Not in the beginning. I didn't understand. But now I could probably play anybody's song. 
if I see some kind of piece I can develop in my own way. I think I can do anybody's writing as long as they gave me the time and freedom to develop it. Ethan, yeah, I guess since working with Paul in 91, you've really developed your own style that sounds like you. Masabumi. Because Paul supported me, I think. At every moment he tried to. In the beginning, I was still stuck, basically, with the bebop concept. But especially since that first meeting, I thought, oh, okay, this is the way I want to go. It was epic-making. Since then, 2000 plus 1 changed, drastically changed. Um, 2000 plus 1, that's another CD that um, I'll feature on another show. And um, so I'm going to continue on with Tethered Moon. And this next one is from Play Kurt Weil, and it's called Trouble Man. Thank you. 
You are listening to WRFR, Low Power Rockland, Maine, 93.3 FM, streaming online at WRFR.org. And you just heard Trouble Man, uh, Kurt Weil and Maxwell Anderson tuned from Play Kurt Weil. That's a 1995 JMT recording of Tethered Moon. Um, I think I forgot to say that um, the Edith Piaf CD is out on Winter and Winter Records, and that didn't and that came out in 1999. So um, next, I'm going to play something from Experiencing Tosca, um, which is another Tethered Moon. And this is from Winter and Winter in 2004. And this is Ballad uh, by Puccini. And the arrangement is by uh, Masabumi Kikuchi. Oh, wait a second. I don't have that CD in yet. Sorry. I'm going to play another tune from the Edith Piaf CD first.
That was Ballad um, from the Experiencing Tosca CD, put out in 2004 by Winter and Winter Records. And before that, Chansons de Edith Piaf, Sous le Ciel de Paris, uh, 1999 Winter and Winter CD. And both Tethered Moon, Masabumi Kikuchi, Gary Peacock, and Paul Modian. Um, I think the phone just rang, but um, if you want to call back after I start the next song, that would be a fine time to call. So I'm going to read a little bit of uh, what I'm calling my Paul's Words of Wisdom. Next. Yourself is you. You are not someone else. No one does it to you. You do it to yourself. You are responsible. No one else. Exclamation, exclamation. Um, Now I'm going to go back to the Triangle CD, um, which um, has a version of Conception Vessel on it, which is a Palmodian composition.
That was Conception Vessel, a Palmodian composition from the Triangle CD, a 1991 King Records release. And um, that was done as a duo with uh, Masabumi Kikuchi and piano and Gary Peacock on bass. Um, so Gary Peacock is playing, I think right now or next week at Birdland. Um, if you're in New York and you want to check that out, he's playing with Mark Copeland and Joey Barron. And I saw that later in the year, he's going to be touring with Keith Jarrett and Jack DeJohnette, another trio that he's been very active in for a long time. Um, and if you have questions, comments, or suggestions, you can check out jazzcloset.blogspot.com. And I should have the podcast up tonight. I'll be back next week on uh, the March 21st. Thanks for listening. And to take us to the top of the hour, I am going to play uh, Sticks and Symbols uh, from the Sunrise CD, which was um, recorded in 2009 and released in 2012. And that um, doesn't have Gary Peacock, but it has uh, Thomas Morgan on bass, a young bassist that you should check out if you uh, like jazz. And it's Masabumi on piano and Paul on drums. And it's out on uh, ECM Records. And this will take us to the top of the hour.
Thank you.